Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. It's the Vicky Glazer Podcast. Welcome. I have morning voice too. We were just talking Sexy. about uh, having like, I just sound smoky. Yeah. Sexual. A little bit worn out. Um, but I'm excited for the show today. Welcome to the, the podcast. In studio with me is Taylor McGraw. Hello. 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 Um, and then Brian Frangi is here. Yeah, I got the smoky voice too. It's great. Yeah. Really. But yours yours makes sense, you and Noah, because you're in an earlier time zone. Yeah. It's early here too, though. I feel like 10, 15. It's pretty it's early. early. I, and I'm still on the West Coast time zone. I got back yesterday. How long before it like is out of your system? And you're Th- just three like, days. No way. I think it gets out of mine. I'm not joking you. 12 hours. <laughs> and then I, I'm, I'm hungry at all the right times again. Sleepy. <sighs> At the right times, Lucky. but I'm very dependent on melatonin, and I'm also hungry all the time. So that doesn't really um, change anything. Mm. Melatonin is my boyfriend. <laughs> it's you the have best. An addiction? No, because I think it doesn't go up beyond 15 milligrams. P- people might scoff at that, but I take 15 milligrams a night, and it knocks me out so good. And I do wake up two hours later, but I can always get back to sleep pretty easily. Oh, sorry, the fan just turned on. If you guys hear that. I apologize. Um, when I was I, in college, when people struggle sleeping, and I say melatonin, just try it. Oh, it doesn't work for me. Try a different brand. <laughs> like it, <laughs> it's one of these things I can't give up on for people that I, like people don't understand their sleep is killing them. If you don't sleep, you gain weight, you uh, die faster, you're more stressed. Yeah. I just saw a study that said if you, people who um, uh, it, lack of sleep leads to dissatisfaction with your partner. Mm-hmm. Like satisfaction with everything. Yeah, makes you yeah. creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just one car. of the things. Yeah, You'll yeah. Be I, I just screenshotted it because I've been a little, kind of a, a little bit of a um, cranky yeah, yeah. bitch in my relationship recently, and so I screenshotted it for Chris. It says research suggests that poor sleep can lead to increased feelings of anger, which in turn negatively impacts our perceptions of our romantic partnerships. So our perceptions of them, like 
obviously I hate when studies are like, <laughs> duh, like if you're sleepy, yeah, but like, I feel like so many people are sleep deprived and they don't even yeah. realize that they are and they're just cranky all the time or they like, you just don't, it's like when a baby doesn't realize it's, it's sleepy and it's crying. It's, it's like, like someone needs a nap. <laughs> and everyone's like, someone needs a nap. And it's so insulting when you're a baby. <laughs> oh my God. Or a kid. No, and says, someone needs a nap. Oh, someone needed a nap this week for me. I was, I was a little cranky baby. I was like, do you ever catch yourself getting upset about something yeah, and we, you, in the middle of it, know you're wrong? Oh God, it's every so day of my life, every day. It's so. But you just have to like keep chugging on or yeah. change a subject because or be like, oh, did you uh, think? Uh, I just go. You want to go to dinner? Go um, sleep. And I needed a nap. Like that's they, Luckily, that was what I went. We and gotta did, be able like, to say that to adults. Like if there's someone <sighs> complaining at a store and they're like, why don't you have my the color? of shirts I want. Yes. And the Sleep deprived. Goes, Somebody needs a nap. Looks like someone. We should totally be saying that because it is true People and it's so condescending. So but they rude. don't say it like to, like the kid way. Road rage. I haven't had someone say, look, Nikki, you need, oh, does someone need a nap? Like I haven't said, had someone say that to me since my mom. Like dorks say that. Like it's dor- true, dorks though. at the library are like, someone needs a nap. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's like a turtle thing. You worked at the library, so you know. I know. And turtles I know where are a dork, the dork oh. population of our high school. They were referred to as the turtles because they hung out on these sculptures of turtles. And that's where they would. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's why Taylor said turtle. That's like, where people, they create. There were these big sculptures of turtles and that's where they would go and just like, they lounged on the turtles like turtles, like sunbathing <laughs> on them, just still, <laughs> motionless. But also holding each other. And yeah. you couldn't that's what go we would call it creating. Unless you were one. Yeah. Corey told me, my sister told me a story that the, her first day when she was a freshman, I'm older than her, she sat on a turtle like in between <laughs> classes and I went and grabbed her and I was like, don't you ever sit by that turtle oh again. God. That's social suicide. I was like, I did oh, not say social yeah. suicide. <laughs> I did not say that. But that's, the rest of it's true. Uh, um, yeah, that is probably true that we did not want to be associated the with mark the mark of the turtles. beast, but the beast was just a little turtle. Uh, yeah, after I mean, all. I just remember that one day we were like, we weren't even making fun of the turtles. They were, but we... There was someone that was, and I guess we looked over at them or something, and one of the turtles came over in a trench coat. Like, this was trench coat mafia TCM. days. Like, we're trying to be Columbine-y and, like, weird mm. and goth. And yeah. they, we, they, would draw, they would draw, like, anime cats in, like, porn renaissance gear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Always sketching so anime. Oh, yeah. That's my kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> and this girl, Laurel, I'll never forget. I was kind of, like... She's a badass. She walked over to our table, which was not popular girls. We had, no. like the popular girls. You know how they were like further that way. Do you know what I'm talking about, yeah. Taylor? Like popular table is this way. Yeah. This was our. T- there was like another table. Here. This was our table, and then turtles was over here. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. So they. She didn't pick the popular table, who was probably making fun of her. Yeah. And listen, I wasn't perfect in high school. I definitely made fun of the dork kids <laughs> like I do about but we, everything, but never to their faces, we never like shoving them or like uh, tripping yeah, them we or like bully. giggling. Like I'm always very aware that everyone, like I'm not someone who will be like, I've had friends before be like, Oh my God, there's, there's a little person. There's a little person. And they don't say little person. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, even if that little person hears you whisper, they know you're talking about them. So shut up. Stop doing that. Or like nudging someone when you see someone like with no arms or no legs. And they like, it's just like, God, that person's so aware. I know when I've looked like crazy, I've been very aware that everyone's talking about me and you can hear everyone whispering all the time. So like, 
just be cooler. So I was never that way. But <laughs> maybe they're uh, not did aware I mock- anymore. Maybe because it's happening all the time. They're just like, they have just tuned don't it care. Out. That's a good yeah. question. I'm, I wonder um, if, yeah, you eventually just tune it out because you would have to because it becomes, I think, as a little person walking down the street, the amount of attention you get and people like looking and then not looking and like, yeah. is it rude to look? Yeah. Or if you're, a, a, you know, really obese or if you just have or like, if, a, you have a if you're a burn victim or. Weird. Uh, this girl, these Russian women in the store, in the like um, international store, they were skinny, but their asses were enormous, like a pregnant spider. It was crazy. <laughs> from, from surgery, probably? I don't know, I guess. Mm. But the mom, who is a lot older, also looked the same. So I think it was kind of natural. But I followed them through the store. I couldn't stop. <laughs> yeah. It was like an actual, like, I do love I've never had looking that. at body. I love anomalies. I, I love, yeah, like being like, oh my God, that's not like me that's not what I look like yes. whoa there's a really thing that annoys me in people <clears throat> that I almost like I have to like turn away because it's so it bugs me so much and I'm so sorry Do I if, have if it? someone you could Uh-oh. like this is forever this is inclusive <laughs> but it's something that if you're your pronation on your feet oh, like oh, if, if, yeah, okay. I know all about like that. if you're wearing flip-flops <laughs> Okay, it's usually only on flip-flops that you can tell because that's yeah. a shoe, a sandal, that the heel can like go off the seat. It becomes a wedge. If it becomes, if your heel is touching like the ground almost, like on one oh. side, like you're over pronating in either yeah. way, I can't handle it. It, it looks, looks like so a used painful. eraser. Yes. <laughs> like when people have like tennis shoes and, and they're I'm like, just like, just straighten like, your <laughs> leg. And I know that these are things that people can't help, but I'm so sorry if it's you. I have to say this. I don't know what I you're have, talking about. I have, my, I over pronate in my hips. So I look like a banana all the time. And I'm, I'm, I, I'm not comfortable to look at either. If someone has like really good posture, I'm sure they look at me and go, what, trying to straighten my what's posture wrong with right her? Now, so and they follow me around a grocery store, just gawking. <laughs> but there I'm, are certain uh, things I'm that I can't I'm bow-legged. Sometimes people point that out. That's uh, cute. So oh yeah, I've seen that on you. That doesn't bother like me. Yeah, it's like a bow and arrow. My legs, when I, when I was a little <gasps> kid, I used to ride I always my bike. Thought it was like, <gasps> I thought it was like a bowl, like you're holding a bowl in what? it. No. Bowl-legged. You thought it was bowl-legged? <laughs> I thought it was like no, no, I didn't. A, a birthday bow. I guess I did think it was bow. I didn't think it was like a bow and arrow. <laughs> I thought oh, it was bow. That's I, amazing. I got confused I, somewhere. I don't know okay, what the it is actual bow and arrow. answer is, but uh, when I was a little kid, I used to ride my bike and my legs would stick out and so my knees would stick out and so I'd ride my bike like I would imagine like, an old uh, Jewish uh, man would. It probably yeah. didn't fit you <laughs> yeah. if you had to stick out your legs too yeah. much. You know, it's no, probably well, too small. This is the bow-leggedness. I just, my legs would not go in. <laughs> they would stick out. And everyone else was like, look at you, you chicken freak. You would have looked awesome on a horse. No one would have noticed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Great jockey. You would be like strapped onto the horse with ease. Similarly, yeah. when I tried out for the basketball team in high school, the coach said that I run like a caveman because of my bow <laughs> That's legs. Insulting. <sighs> that yeah. thing can be so mean. I, I, I had a limp in field hockey and they called me Grandma Jennifer because my <laughs> hair was straight like Jennifer Aniston's because I ironed it. I was the only one that figured out how to literally put an iron to your Except hair and get me. that straightness. Wait, you and I both discovered it together. Yeah. I think you maybe got me into it. I'm sorry that I didn't I don't give know. you that. Oh, no, you might have. Stolen. No, no it, we did Taylor it and I used to literally straighten our hair with on an ironing board. I can still do it to this day. And people go, <gasps> if I don't have a straightener and I am don't have a curling iron and I'm in a, a town and I don't want to just have fuzzy hair, 
If I'm I'll, in a town. If I'm in a town, I pull out that straightening, I, I pull out that ironing board, I, pull I fire up that, I, I turn off the steam because you don't want the steam going. No. no. Hell no. And you don't, don't spray starch on it. No. no. And you put it on about like a medium high heat because that's what a straightening, a good cheese straightening yeah. iron, like back, back in the 90s, they did not, they that's would right. not trust it, it to be that hot. Like we mm-hmm. couldn't, you couldn't yeah. get a good straightening iron in the they 90s, early 2000s. It, it was impossible to have Jennifer Aniston like straight hair. I don't know because that was before we had, blowouts were invented. Like I did not know how to straighten my hair. Like it's it really is oh, so a simple. Way. You just get a curling brush and you blow dry it. Like that's all. And you need kind of a nozzle oh. on the blow dry to have a more direct thing. But what what would my dad say? He said he would come down and say it. into his dressing room where we would be ironing we would, our hair. Yeah, we would be in his closet. Mm-hmm. He would come downstairs and say, "What the hell, Nikki? It smells like the Holocaust down here." Uh-huh. I go, "Why do you know what the Holocaust <laughs> smells like? Why do you assume like it was because it was burnt hair?" Oh and so he was just. <laughs> it, it, I, I only remember it because you were like so freaked out by that, and I was like, "That's just a normal thing for my dad to to say." I, I guess. was like, "How does he? What? Why would he know?" Why and he doesn't know. No, he wasn't around then. Um, or I guess, no, he wasn't. He was born in the 50s. Um, I was like, could he have been a child and just been around there? Um, but uh, what I was saying was Laura from the Turtles came oh, over yeah. to our table. Oh, shit. Beelined it. And like the, the Turtles mistake. like did. No, it actually was. We, this is what gave me like. We weren't know. cool, so this was like a cool thing and for her to do. And she just stood over and was like, stop looking at us. Stop making fun of us. She like stood up for what? herself and screamed at us. Wow. And I remember being like, oh, I hope she doesn't think. She definitely did. She was looking at all of us, looked us all in the eye. Like, I just think it's so cool when a dork yeah. rebels yeah. and is like, yeah. stands up for themselves Tell. and is like, you guys are pathetic. Even though we stop are making dorks fun of us. too. So it wasn't that hard. I don't feel like we were tur- no. not even close to turtle no. doors. Not dork even close. Bells. That's a great Robert Frost poem. <laughs> it was. It was awesome. But I felt it was misguided. But what do I know? Maybe, maybe she there needed was... to get something out. Good for her. Yeah, it she was, should have done it to the poppies. It so. stayed with me forever. What did we call the populars? Did we have a name? Mm. No, just no, the popular. They didn't sit on any yeah. animal statues, so you couldn't think of anything. <laughs> yeah, there was, there was no other. <laughs> they didn't sit on the like statue of a cock. They, we called them Smokeris. Oh. <laughs> the Smokers, Smokeris. which turned into Smokeris. They would always like. I guess those weren't popular. Those we were called just, them like, uh, white hats. The guys, really, they all wore white hats. That's back in then. Columbine, the book. They call oh. them white hats, and they were trying to kill white oh, hats. Oh, maybe I'm getting that, that from was, the book. I yeah, probably yeah. it was. We didn't call them white hats, <laughs> okay. and neither did the Columbine kids. That was a rumor. <laughs> the the Columbine Damn kids, it. as sorry to interject my Columbine knowledge. No, I want to. They weren't. That they were popular. They weren't. They were like us. Yeah, they weren't like they weren't, they weren't turtles. turtles. They weren't uh, turtles. They weren't seeking they revenge on the popular kids. They were the bullied a little bit. The there was bullying. The trench coat mafia was something that was started by a generation. Or After. like the uh, before them, they were like the older kids that had graduated two years already prior that had a trench coat mafia that was just like a bunch of dorks that wore trench coats. And Eric and Dylan had asked for trench coats for Christmas or something and wore them like occasionally, but it wasn't. Yeah, they, they weren't call themselves the so TM. Stupid. They should have just TCM. started doing comedy. I mean, the amount of school shooters oh, yeah. who've been saved they by stand up comedy has got to be in so the hundreds. Funny. It's got to be. That's. It's interesting that they don't turn into shooters at some point. Like, I, that <laughs> like they don't they come fail? to an open mind. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's really demoralizing. All right, wait, wait, knock on wood for that. They, please don't do that. If they kind of oh, yeah, want. They like kind of want torture, don't you think? 
Oh. They're like kind of masochistic. I mean, getting on stage and like doing stand up is a little bit masochistic. You want to know the craziest Columbine thing, I think? I mean, besides the fact that it was supposed to be a gigantic bombing and they were trying to redo um, the Oklahoma City bombing. So it was, it was a failed bombing. It wasn't a school shooting. They never yeah. intended it to be a school shooting. They wanted it to be like a massive bombing, which is very fascinating to me. But the more fascinating thing was, and this happens a lot in these like shooting things. I'm sorry if trigger warning, literally. Trig. Um, they got bored. What do you mean? Killing people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because people, cause whenever before. there's a shooting, I don't know about you guys. They got bored I or always too go, disgusted. why aren't there more? Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, it just. It's hard work. Because it, it, is, it is hard work. I didn't realize that how hard, I, I, that is part of it. And but guns are hard to get. Apparently, Eric and Dylan got bored and were also kind of disgusted by what they saw. Like, it was a lot different Didn't than they watching get, these, like, like, shot like, on site, though. Like, how stink. How can someone tell that? No. They shot themselves. How could someone tell yeah, that? that? That they got bored. Um, they wrote well, notes. I guess it's all, it's, no, they didn't. It's all speculative that they got bored, but they could have killed so many more people. There were so many more people in the library and mm. the, it, one of the guns backfired and, um, Eric's nose got broken. So he was in a lot of pain. He was annoyed Aww. and they say for a lot, I know they say for a lot of psychopaths, it just doesn't, they're searching for this like feeling and it didn't yeah. give them that. And mm. they were like, this isn't. That they're going to feel and like powerful and they just wanted to shoot out with the cops and the cops were not coming in to kill <sighs> oh, them brother and they were waiting in the library and they, like, it, the cops would not enter and so the SWAT team wouldn't enter and so they were just in there trying to like shoot out the window <laughs> trying to get something going with them and they wouldn't shoot back at them. And so they eventually just you know, shot themselves. But yeah, I just think it's fascinating to get bored to be like oh, this isn't doing it I don't for believe me. they got bored. I think they've I really? think they not bored per se. I think they probably were like, this is disgusting. People are just like crying, like peeing. This like, isn't cool. Shitting, oh, like blood right. stinks. My, now, my, now my nose is broken. Yeah, yeah it stinks. Yeah. Like, like profound this is disappointment. Just screaming. Stinks yeah. like this stinks. Yeah, this stinks. <laughs> Get me out of here. <laughs> this is boring. boring we never do anything. I just recently <laughs> heard, I guess it wasn't recently, but some comedian had a bit about how when you're a kid, all you say to parents is like, we never do anything. <laughs> we always just sit around. I want to do something. And then when you get to be an adult, Probably all you want to do is like, you you talk to someone after a weekend at work and you're like, what'd you guys do all this weekend? And they go, I didn't do it. It was a weekend. Uh, it was amazing. That's John Mulaney. And like how doing nothing, is it? Yeah. 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 Okay. Of course it is. It was. So, it's such a good point because I remember saying as a kid all the time, we never do anything. Yeah. Come on. You never say Someone yes. needs a nap. <laughs> all right. Let's go to break and then we'll come back and talk about our weeks. Um, I want to talk about me doing the Tom Sandoval podcast and what I, oh. what amazing thing I got out of that. Oh yeah. And then I want to talk about, um, my schedule last week, which is insane. And I want to talk about uh, uh, this weekend, some besties story. that I met. I yes. have a thing It was I want not to talk my about. airport story, but it was like a besties airport story. That's really good. And what, what Brian, what I just, I want to ask you about this uh, commercial uh, feud that if, if this, I was fascinated by a commercial feud and I want to know if you think it's fascinating. Oh, commercial all right. Feud. Is it a sport? It, did it air during the NFL game yesterday? Um, it very well may have. It's a very well trodden commercial. Okay, cool. We'll get to it trodden. when we get back. It's trodden. Trodden. Yeah, it's trodden. trodden. It's well trodden. <laughs> 
Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Okay, we're back. Let's get to the commercial feud. I'm really intrigued now. So yeah. you say that there's a there's two companies that are feuding. I'm yeah, trying to I, think of one. I'm not trying to give a shout out Pepsi to these companies. I don't like either of these companies. I don't think anybody does, honestly. And I don't want to give them yeah. free like a... Uh, the, the point of a commercial is to get people to talk about the commercials. And so it's succeeding and that I hate. Oh, Capitalism yeah. has worked. But this was pretty interesting to me. There's this commercial that I think universally pretty every, everybody hates. Um, it's a Metro T-Mobile commercial and their new phrase is nada yada yada. And they have this horrible, horrible song where in the background playing the whole time. I'll play for like three seconds if it works. Okay. Oh, I haven't seen this, but I kind of have hated it. Okay, so it's like I've heard it in the background, yeah, and I've exactly. noticed that they're oh. doing yada yada. Okay. Yeah, and I was like, "Why are they doing yada yada? Is that an homage to Seinfeld? Why are they doing this?" It has and then to the be. song is so bad; it's nada yada yada, nada yada yada, and it's just it's it's annoying <laughs> and terrible. And the comments on some of the comments on YouTube underneath where this commercial were posted are just—they're all everyone's in agreement. This is like the opposite of Israel. Every time this commercial comes on, I start internally screaming. I like how we're all searching for this commercial, even though it induces migraines. <laughs> Damn, this sucks. This commercial aged very quickly. I'll open a line if you remove this ad from existence. Why do commercials mm. nowadays have to be so goddamn annoying like this one? Everybody on, on the internet agrees it sucks. But the right. question is, do you think this is an homage to Seinfeld? 
Do you think they went nada yada George yada? Costanza in yeah. it? No, no, not this one. This is they did several. Isn't he Metro... in other ones? Wait, yeah, he. Well, that's was this where something. that's where the feud begins. But the first question is: Do you think yeah. that this is a Seinfeld thing? Is that why they're saying nada yada 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 yada? Yada yada is yes. Seinfeld. It is was 100%. never existed before then. They owe Jerry Seinfeld money. Yeah. It did exist 100%. before. Yada yada did exist, really? but they popularized it. Yada yada is not one of the phrases that Seinfeld like like double dip and close talker and man hands. Those were actually the first time okay. it ever said was Seinfeld. Yada yada was said, but She's then got man Seinfeld hands. brought it into <laughs> Seinfeld brought it into like the the, the zeitgeist the into zeitgeist. what it is today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a zeitgeist move. So do you think that they're doing yada yada as a Seinfeld homage? But they're also saying not a yada yada. They're not mentioning Seinfeld at all. What do you think? Um, yes, of course. They're, they are capitalizing on the popularity of yada yada being a thing from Seinfeld, but they're not going to claim that it is, you know, th- there's no way that it's not yeah. like trying to get people who know that phrase from Seinfeld to like pay attention. Mm-hmm. Even if they knew it before, they know that they wouldn't put it in the commercial. They know people know about it from Seinfeld. Yes. Because you have like a I old Jewish grandma that says it. Is it like a lot well, of people then, say it or is it like New York people that are Jewish say it? I don't think anyone mm. says it. Not uh, yeah, I think maybe before Seinfeld, I mean, yeah. yeah not before, anymore. Not anymore. Uh, but yeah, back in the 80s, people were saying it all the time. Constantly. No, I doubt it. it <laughs> okay, so what's the feud? I, I, so, um, but also the weird thing about this commercial is that like they're not even using yada yada right. They're, they're going... Not a yada yada. Like there's no yada yada. That doesn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, what's the to what not a Seinfeld part. established it. Not any yada and yada. Yada. They just. It was yada yada yada. It was three yadas for Seinfeld. Yeah, they replaced so with nada. Yada yada yada. I got the. They just like that it rhymed. Um, they, okay. When they say nada yada yada, they mean that there's no bullshit in the contracts, which is not really what oh yada yada God. means. That means you skip over stuff. It's Can like kind of like almost there, <laughs> so it's super annoying. Have you ever bought something because of a commercial? No. Oh, well, like, I, I mean, I'm sure subconsciously you do it, you do we it have. subconsciously. That's you do the it thing. Subconsciously, yeah. I think I consciously. Think so. Have you ever? I will say that the Pete Davidson commercial for Taco Bell. Chris and I were agreeing that it's like the best vehicle for him. <laughs> like it's just a good. It's it starts out oh, behind yeah. the scenes and they're like Better. setting up the commercial and he's like talking about like Taco Bell doesn't have breakfast. What? That'd be like, you know, what did he say? Putting a pharmacy on top of a mountain. That'd be like, and he says all these dumb analogies that are really poorly written. I feel like he should have gotten a once over for that script. But, and then it cuts to the commercial and he's like, Taco Bell now has breakfast tacos. And I turn to Chris and I don't eat anything that's in that breakfast taco. Literally not one (laughs) ingredient. But I go, and because sometimes I don't even know what is good anymore. In terms of like, I used to be a junk food connoisseur as a kid. And mm-hmm. know all the best stuff, but now I'm yeah. just out of it. And I turned to Chris and I go, "That's good looking, right? Like that looks amazing." He's <laughs> in like, the commercial, you're 100% correct. It looks so fucking good. That's not what it's gonna look like in real life. Yeah, but it it it's a very simple thing. It it looks like a, a quesadilla, a which are pretty easy to look like that as long as you get that cheese pull. Okay, what's the what's the feud? I do feel like that's true. That Taco Bell is a better vehicle for Pete Davidson than SNL was. <laughs> <laughs> the, the feud is um, so then another commercial came out with Jason Alexander as a response 
to this commercial, which when I was watching the Jason Alexander commercial, I was like, isn't, is this part of the other campaign or is this mm-hmm. a new, and then I looked into it and I was like, oh, this is their rival. This is, um, uh, cricket. It was T-Mobile versus it, it's weird. They're all changing their names, but Verizon. yeah, this is basically like a Verizon, uh, called visible. They're called visible by Verizon. So it's like, uh, yeah, I don't know why cheaper. they're changing their names. Why are they calling themselves visible? But that's what they're doing. And so and J- it's like HBO Max, Max. There's a reason we don't, we're not. Because there's a whole in those marketing department that needs to justify their jobs. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> shots fired. So in this bored. commercial, I don't know if I, you've probably seen this commercial where Jason Alexander is sitting in a boardroom yeah. with two like smug uh, boardroom guys that. who are like, here's what we're going to. And I didn't realize that, but that is a direct attack. The boardroom guys are the guys, they're portraying the guys who came up with the other commercial, the Nada Yada Yada commercial. And Jason Alexander is going in there saying like, you don't even know what Yada Yada means. Why are you doing this? You guys are stupid. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah. And then. So out of context, does that commercial make no sense? It do- like, At first, I saw it four times and I, I was like, why, why is he doing I haven't- this? glommed onto it because okay, if I yeah, see anything with a Seinfeld person in it doing I, I'm going to pay attention to that ad that one yes. is not peak with my interest yet. no and I didn't get that it was an attack on the other thing these people are up their own asses they're like everybody's talking about the not a yada yada commercial we need to respond no. everyone's talking Jason. about Taylor Swift yes. that's the only thing everyone <laughs> is talking about that you can comment on and literally everyone is yeah well that's it. what I'm saying there's they're nothing wrong. else culturally so, Maybe the war, but they're not going to go there. But yeah. So they paid Jason Alexander probably like a million dollars to respond to this nada yada yada commercial that nobody gave a shit about. Do you about. know Jason Alexander like was kind of shitty? Yeah. Like I, I was an a-hole. Well, I, I just saw one instance of it. So who knows if this is just maybe he was trying to be entertaining on Howard Stern. A lot of times you go on these shows and you want to have like a good story, something that's going to like pop and especially Howard Stern if you're not into anal like what do you got you know you got to bring something to talk about that's going to make him excited so he said that Susan he like Uh volunteered this without even being like prodded on it you know Susan his wife Mm -hmm. on Seinfeld who dies from the envelopes yes she was killed off because he didn't like acting opposite her and that it was joyless and he couldn't feel inspired i mean i'm paraphrasing and it's been a while since i've seen it brian you remember right was this am i accurate yeah i mean her character is annoying you're accurate in telling me what you told me already so oh i already told you this well no like look uh, look it up brian look it up and see what he said about susan on howard stern because he really did say we had to kill her off because i didn't like acting with her and this poor woman first of all she was awesome she was good. Her character was annoying, but I thought it was supposed to exactly. be. Exactly. Like, she's like, But I, I don't know what it's like to the add, dolls, like, if you're the star on. of a show and someone comes on and is cast as your wife and then they're yeah, like, you just don't have chemistry and you, you have power star? enough to kill them off. Should you? Yeah, he was an absolute star oh, of Seinfeld. He's not Seinfeld the is star, not Seinfeld though. without George Costanza. I, no, I got, do you God. think they quote. did what Jason Alexander wanted? Yes. Do you want the quote? Jason Alexander oh. is definitely yeah, top yeah, four. Quote. Top four in Seinfeld. Okay, so he says... Jason Alexander... Oh, 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 sorry. I have it. I, I have it too. Okay. Go on. At the same no, time. Okay, ready? All right, here we go. <laughs> no, okay. no, 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 no. Don't do that. Jason not says, I. No, no, I'm not doing it. Okay. He goes, I love <laughs> you guys aren't good at that. She's a terrific girl. I love her. I couldn't figure out how no. to play off her. Her instincts for doing a scene where, where the comedy was and mine were always misfiring. And she would do something and I would go, okay, 
I see what she's going to do. I'm going to adjust to her. And then I'd adjust and she'd change. I think it goes into more like it. It was just interesting. I think it's the first time I've ever heard someone say like, I didn't like them. So I had them gone, which you know what? I appreciate the honesty because that happens a lot in Hollywood and they don't talk about it. And it's just one example of someone being like, no, go away. Uh, you know, what? actually, I was listening to Fran Lebowitz on, this is actually apropos, uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus's mm-hmm. podcast, uh, Wiser Than Me, I think mm-hmm. is the name yeah. of her podcast. Mm-hmm. And she yeah, just talks to older that. women about like what they've learned. And it's so good. But And Julia Louis-Dreyfus is just an amazing host, an amazing person. I love her so much. She's talking to Fran Lebowitz, who said that she, you know, Fran is like, is like, she she's uh, such an interesting person, so smart, so fascinating, so funny. But she was saying, "I hold grudges and I don't forgive. Forgiveness is overrated." She's like talking about how she really sticks it to people. And Julia Rodriguez is begging her, like one example of doing this, like of like you know. And she pretty much says, "All right, I'll give like I'm not gonna. I'm never gonna name names." She's very like staunchly. Immediately, Julia Rodriguez like gives up. She's like, "Come on!" And she's like, "I'm not going to." And she's like, "Okay." And then she's like, "I will say that." Um, if there is someone, uh, they they do me wrong. I think I'm. Ne- you're never gonna get the thing. I have connections to that person, so that you'll never get that thing that you want <laughs> the rest of your life. Something to that effect. And then Julia Redriver says, "I've also played that card, and I love that because I have. I plan on playing that card when I have a late night show someday. And there's a certain girl that yeah. wants to come on that was rude to me at a taping." There's, I have a list of people that if oh, I have a late night I show someday and they want to promote list. their new album or whatever and I just go no they're actually not coming on I like find out that day because a lot of times like I bet Jimmy Kimmel finds out who the guests are as he enters in and I would go no actually I'm going to have on Brian Franchi today instead of that person because I'll call up a friend if we need to fill in that per- you can t- tell them to go home but we already bought their hotel and paid for their flight. I'll eat the cost. They're not coming on my show. I yes. can't wait for that. Their whole team is there. They have they picked out a dress. They spent thousands of dollars <laughs> on hair like, and makeup. Why not? And, and it's you like, just oh, remember I was that girl that you didn't think was going to ever be anything. I love that kind of payback. I mean, who doesn't? It's a bitch. Oh, yeah. what like it that. is. But my whole oh. life revolves around trying to accomplish that. Mm. <laughs> oh my God, the best version of that I ever had, and I've probably told it on the show before, but I was. Um, I'll say Pete Lee and I had like a a love affair when we were very young, 21, I think I was. And I thought I was going to be with him forever. And he was dating this girl at the time. And yes, I knew about her and I didn't care. So kill me. Um, And he was like, oh, I don't know how to choose between you two. And like, it was this girl and his relationship was kind of falling apart. And he was like, maybe I'll go back and dump her for you. And that was like the plan. But then he never did. And I remember thinking like, oh, he just thinks I'm just some girl in Kansas City that he met on the road, some like open micer, because he at the time was like a feature act, which to me was like famous. But I was like, oh, he just thinks I'm like some girl that's like, he's never going to have to deal with. I'm going to become famous just to haunt him the rest (laughs) of his life. So he has to see my face. And years later, we became, you know, great friends. And he told me he married that woman, by the way. And he's not divorced and he's remarried. Congratulations, Pete oh, Lee. But good job, Pete. he remarried that woman. And he said that when my my show, either on MTV or Comedy Central came out, there were ads on the subway and he was sitting next to his wife who was like, they were already not doing good. And they had to both, and she knew about me. 
because she was like, you have to choose and whatever. And he chose her. And then years later, they're on the train. <laughs> and my poster is like all, you know, like wrapped around the train and they can't escape it. And they just have to sit in it <laughs> and they can't talk about it. Because, but they both know. And that, I, is that so sick that I love that? No. You should want people to be happy, even people that have hurt you. Mm. Yeah. But it made me feel so good that he was like, it was so awkward walking into that train car that <laughs> uh, I was really hoping that we would get the one that was like for the Met Gala or like, or the, you know, the new Met. Um, uh, the mummy. Yes, the mummy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just feel, uh, does any, do you have any stories of that? I, I have one so. of just like sticking it to someone. Yeah. So yeah. I used to have this guy bully me on the way to junior high school. And I think like now when I look back at it, like he just probably liked me. I mean, like he would follow me home and like put snow down my shirt. He was like awful to me. And then mm -hmm. like fast forward, I started working in radio and you know, like where Howard Stern worked. Right. So it was like a big deal. And he added me as a friend on Facebook and I go and I see he's clearly a Howard Stern fan and stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, good. I'm going to add him so you can see where I work and how cool I am right now. Yes. And he's just this like uh -huh. loser firefighter. How would he bully you? <laughs> loser he, firefighter. He would. <laughs> loser job. He, well, I think maybe I, I told this on the show, like he would, like I used to have a mustache and he would chase me down oh, king's highway cute. singing gillette the best a man can get and oh, God. you know like snow down my shirt he would just like i don't know it was he liked you yeah crush yeah, yeah. i think crunch and, and 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 now that i like look back at it like you know he was raised by like a single mom like he, he couldn't have had yeah. an easy life um, but I still right. enjoy no mustache in his family. He couldn't grow a mustache actually because he, didn't he had even a know scar what one was over his oh, lip. Wow. Oh, whoa! Oh, this wow. is very no dad scar telling. over his lip. He sees you have a mustache and he's like, <laughs> "I want that." Yeah, he wants nope. her. He, he wants the mustache. It. He's he making fun of the thing that he can't have. Yeah. You know what? Slogans really fucked kids over. Like, oh, yeah. being able to say oh, yeah. like little things like that are oh, made oh, bullying. Oh, O'Reilly Auto yeah. Parts. Why do I? Why Woo! is that in my head? Does that have to be that in my one, head? That one. I actually do love that one. And every time <laughs> it comes on, I um because my dance. friend, uh, <laughs> a good friend of mine, was in college and he was selling cocaine. Like just like uh, he had just gotten into selling coke and the day like a week after he was like dabbling in coke sales it doesn't even matter he was selling coke on this small college campus in missouri and he got narked out by one of the o'reilly's <laughs> like <laughs> one of the lineage of o'reilly oh, so shit. and now mm. and we always say oh 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 o'reilly he's a narc <laughs> and so every time i go past an o'reilly i flick him off and i send him a picture of it um and so he'll forever hate o'reilly's <laughs> You ever hear a commercial but, where they just half-ass, they like we they decide at the last second they need a, a jingle, oh yeah. and so they just half-ass yes. it, and they go like, Andersons, 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 and it ends like really quickly. Yes. Or it doesn't rhyme at all. They're like, Walmart, a place you can go and get food. Like, why can't you make it rhyme at all? Like, there's things that rhyme with Walmart. My that, favorite not a real one. jingle that I still remember to this day is the Skip It. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Skip, skip it, skip it, 
Get back to it. I don't remember that part, but I like this. But the very best best thing of all, there's a counter on this ball. (laughs) (laughs) I like a jingle that tells you how to like use a product. It's like you don't have to read the instructions. See if you can beat your very best score. See if you can jump a whole lot more. Skip it. Skip it. By Milton Bradley. I loved that counter on the ball. I loved the counter on the ball. It was the very best thing of all. There's no Nothing better than a counter on this ball. Yeah. I, I wish they would Whoever sell the counter separately. That was genius. I know. That was so cool. That just was the first time counters, like, it just felt like this is technology, baby. Yeah. Uh, this yeah. thing can count how many Counterweighted. Counterbalanced. Because oh, all you do as a kid is count how many times that's you can do all. something. Like in the, a in the 90s. Stick. That's yeah, all we that's, had. We were just counting. Counting yeah. beans out there on yeah. the sidewalk. About crossfire. You have that? Remember Crossfire? You'll get caught up in it. Crossfire. And, and then oh, the wait, guy- I don't like an it. I don't like an it. it is, you'll get caught up in it. No, no. Don't use it in a song. Now, those two kids sentence. are playing Crossfire in that commercial, and then one of them kills the other and banishes them to hell. <laughs> so. Yeah, there were some brutal oh, yeah. things going on um, in commercials. I will say that people, like, we were counting so much in the 90s. Yeah. And I think that, like, Things have made people stupider now because, I, okay, so I've noticed at Starbucks when you pick up a mobile order, it will have like um, A to E for like names A to E, F to L, and then L, M to whatever. Z. But, okay, so it'll have like a dash, right? Like A dash F E. But they, I've seen so many people struggle. My my N, N is a hard one. People don't know where to put it. Sometimes yeah. it's in the S to Z part. Sometimes it's in the A to F part. Like, oh, yeah, God. It, and then <laughs> I've noticed like we, people don't know the alphabet anymore. No. Uh, it's a oh struggle God. for no. some people. And maybe it's a dyslexia thing. Maybe it's our, you know, country's education system. But lately I've been going to <laughs> Starbucks and they have a new system and they just write A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Oh wow! H-I-J, and they now spell out the whole That's alphabet. Insane! Oh, I know. My God. It's I N S A N E. Have you ever tried to get change from someone, and then you're like, "Oh wait, I have nine cents, so I can add to this." Mm-hmm. So you get, and they will just like almost cry, like sweat yeah. Well, math, forget yeah. about they it. Cannot. Math is over. And I'm really bad at math, so I understand. So I'm like, oh, I think you just give me $5. And they're like, no, I don't think so. I want to do this on my own for some reason. It's struggle. <laughs> this girl did the other day. She was sweating and like shaking. <laughs> yeah, there was it. count up. That's the lesson yeah. I learned at the deli. You count up. I told a really um, funny joke that I probably shouldn't tell here. But yes, I can because it's just a joke. Um, there was a person that called into Chris's radio show today that was really struggling. Like they were supposed to play this game first five notes and like mm. they play five notes and then the song is like, they just have to guess it. But you always win first five notes. So like if you don't know the song, Chris and Tim and Brando and Courtney will like help you get it. So if it's like bittersweet symphony, they'll be like when a, when coffee has been left out too long, it's like a game of catchphrase. If oh, you are mad about something like, yeah, it's a game of catchphrase. It right? turns into a game. So of this guy could not, I mean, it was, it turns out he was 24. He also like was in a car with a lot of loud people. So there's a lot of things going on, but there was a twang in his voice and a kind of Hoosier. The, yeah, I was, I was worried that he was just not, like that it was turning into like this is someone who has like a you know is not 
been educated and like is is struggling and like mm. oh no like how do they even call into the show <laughs> how do they even dial the and phone? then at one point they were trying to get him to g- guess a um band that was like d it was like omr or something i don't know there's some band oar like that. oar no it wasn't oar OMD orchestral OMD. Yes, maneuvers yes yes omd it was that it was OMD. that band and so they said what is the letter after n <laughs> And I wrote to Chris and Tim and I said, I swear I thought he was going to say I. Like, I got so nervous. Like, what letter comes after N? Oh, um, which I thought was a pretty good God. joke because he seemed like that from that part of town. No offense that people who use that word, I think, might be pretty not smart. Uh, okay. That seems like a pretty good joke. We'll leave it. All right. We'll come back with more show after this. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Okay, um, so yeah. Well, when I was uh, when I was a uh, younger, when I was in high school, I had a summer job where I was a uh, a game show host of a of this sleazy guy um, who was actually named Big Al. Uh, his he had like a game show that would travel to different summer camps, and I had a little summer job where I would go along with him and be his assistant. And then he would like do this like quiz show with these kids, like a little thing that the kids got to do that day for summer camp, you know, like some bullshit Mm -hmm. Long Island thing. And one time he let me host the game, which is a very rare opportunity for me. And that was my thing. I just wanted to be the host. (laughs) He probably was. He's he, yeah. like, God, so many things please. happen when you're a kid because of parents being hungover, teachers I, being hungover, and you don't re- think I about it until later. I just realized that like two days ago. Mommy's always that just sick. popped into my head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, what if 
My teachers were hungover. They were. Yeah, that's that, all there's, like, there's a Delaney meme joke. about like whenever this would whenever this would roll in, it's like the TV that is strapped down <laughs> on the, the cart. They go, your teacher was hungover. And it's just kind of like <laughs> I can't believe that. Okay, so you this got to host guy this event. Would put me in so much danger. We'd I'd get in his van <laughs> and we would drive Ow. to Maine or someplace where there was a camp and he would get so tired. That he would, he had a little no. cooler filled with yogurts next to his seat in the van, and he'd have to take out ice and ice water and splash it in his face to stay awake while we were driving. And sometimes what? I'd be like, "Can I drive? Just let me drive." Like I was like seventeen, eighteen, or something. And he's like, "Never, you'll never drive the van." <laughs> anyway, so but he felt he he was like falling asleep. So I got to host this one time. Splash yogurt in his face. Okay, yo- icy yogurt water in his face. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? I can't I can't keep up. I can't stay awake. <laughs> What is? And then he'd splat. Oh, oh, all right, I'm I'm good. I'm good. They're like, can I just drive? Oh I'll just drive for an hour. God. No, you'll never drive. <laughs> and I uh, I was okay. I got to host this one day, and these were like you know seven year olds or something like that. We were mm-hmm. doing the game show for, and one of the kids was like really just not with it. And one of the questions was, um, what state <laughs> in America is west of Virginia? That's hard. Seven-year-olds. Okay, and they couldn't get it. And I was like, okay, what state is west of Virginia? And they're like, oh. I don't know. And then I would go, Can okay. I guess? Well, we all you, guess. You play the kid. You play the kid in this situation. Okay. Okay, um, what state is west of Virginia? Alabama? West of Virginia. West. What oh, state I, I is know West it. Virginia? West, west Virginia! <laughs> okay, so they didn't get it. <laughs> and I said, and then no one, everyone just sat there silently. And then I went, well, the answer's Kansas. And then nobody laughed. And then I said, no, no, I'm just kidding. It's West Virginia. And after the uh, whole thing Man, ended. I'm so dumb. After the, like, these <laughs> kids were too dumb to get. I said, what is West Virginia? No. I said, I, but, I, 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 I changed it to just what is West Virginia? Say West okay. Virginia. And then Big oh, Al. Right. Like this is Celebrity Jeopardy. Yeah. Yeah. And then Big Al pulled me aside at the end of the day. And he said, if you ever do anything like that again, I swear to <laughs> God, you'll never work another day in your life. Oh, yeah. so he's gonna you'll never you? drive and you'll, you'll never work he said a day that in your because life. Because he's like, this now isn't a what joke. What are you gonna do? This as isn't an adult. a fucking <laughs> joke. You made this. This isn't a joke. You made this a, a clown Dude, show. Alabama is so far from oh, Virginia. Oh yeah, yeah. This, that Did was you really humiliating. Think that was the yes, I don't know geography at all. It's really a blind spot but for me. And I just made fun of people who don't know the alphabet. Okay, hey, I take when it you're back. flying over like. Pay, look at the little map. I don't. Wouldn't, I don't care to do that. Oh, it's and so I, fun. This is like. Do you know where it shows you where you are? Yeah, I'm asleep. And and also, oh, yeah. I don't. Um, it's not that I don't know it and haven't seen it and tried. Like I've had maps in my life before and have surrounded myself with them because this is an insecurity of mine. Um, it just doesn't stick. It's yeah, like, like it doesn't disc uh, geographia. Yeah, mm. there's something going on. There's some that easy was really ones you could get. What what's uh, what's north of California? Um. It, that's Oregon. Yeah, there you go. See, you're not. What that. is Missouri's hat? Um, Iowa. Oh yeah. That's well, that's because I well, live in Missouri, <laughs> but I did not know that Missouri was had seven states bordering it. Oh, oh yeah. Do you know it touches Kentucky on the very tip of the heel? Oh yeah. I didn't know it Only until recently. I drove Just the tip. There. Um, I have a question. Where does mm. Tom Sandoval live? He's from St. Louis. He is oh. actually. Yes. Isn't that crazy? He went to Hazelwood West, which I don't know anything about. Do you know anything about that? Hazelnut. Because 
<laughs> you, I mean, no. you know that hazelnut <laughs> acres. <I don't> <laughs> does that, it doesn't tell you about that person. No, like, to me, I don't it know where tell hazelwood you is. You're rich or anything. In St. Louis, it's famous that if you go, if you live in St. Louis, you ask people where you went to high school. It's like our a trait of our city is that everyone asks that. <laughs> oh wow! Because we're uh, uh, supposedly we're all trying to figure out people's socioeconomic status uh-huh. by asking that question, mm-hmm. which it does say that often if you are saying a private school, but if you say a public school, I really don't know the difference between the parkways. No, I don't know. Like there's Lindbergh, parkways. Like, kind of. So sure. he said Hazelwood West, and then that was the end of our conversation. I was just like, oh, okay. So like, you I, went on his nothing. podcast, right? Yeah, and I was nervous about it because everyone hates him. And the, the podcast is called Everyone Loves Tom. Why? And um, because he cheated on his girlfriend of nine years with her friend. <gasps> oh. Yeah. On a TV and show. everyone knows that? Yes. It, oh. it was called Scandaval. It, it came out in March oh. of this year. It was like, honestly, the biggest news story of the year. Well, up there with Taylor Swift and Kelsey, Travis Kelsey. Like, a celebrity news story is probably mm. the biggest one, like, in terms of just people mean talking men. about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I went on, um, Nick Vile's podcast that day. I did five podcasts as I told you guys last week. And then the first podcast I did that day was Nick Vile's and he was talking about how he had talked to Tom about, they were on a show together called special forces where they put celebrities in like to train like special forces, whatever. Oh my God. So they were like at one point. You should in, do it. I, I know. I, I really want to. I'm, It'd be fine. I don't know. I'd be so scared, but I think I would say yes. But anyway, so they were talking on that show, and, and Nick said that he asked Tom, like, I think it'd be really cool if you could say on camera that you'll never cheat again, that you'll never do that to someone again. And Tom's like, I can't. I'm not going to say know. that. It would be a lie. You never know. And And Nick was like, how can you not say that? And I was kind of like, I don't know that I could say that. Like, I, even in my wedding vows, if I ever get married... It will be, I hope to never cheat. I don't want to do this to anyone, but I can't say that I never, no one can, how many things in your life as a human being have you thought I would never do that? And then you do it. Like you, Mm -hmm. I don't want to get into no free will stuff because this is all connected to that, but it's like, you don't really have control over your impulses and you might act on something that you don't. And I think, yes, some people have a stronger willpower or whatever that is, but um, I found a, so I said that on Nick's podcast, I started like feeling like I was panicking because I just felt like no one in the room, everyone was just like, what the fuck? You couldn't say that you never cheat. And I'm like, uh, no, because I mean, I could say that I hope to never and I'm likely mm-hmm. to never because it's not something that's in my character to do to someone. Will I be the other woman again? More likely because I don't <laughs> see that that is a, as big of a problem. Come at me. I, I, I don't I don't want to ever do that again. But I, I would say that I, that's more likely than me ever cheating on mm-hmm. someone and hurting someone that I like know. Would I do what Ra- Raquel did? Probably not. And like cheat with someone who is my friend's oh, boyfriend. Yeah. Crazy. I don't think of that it would ever happen. But can I say it would never happen? No, because I am a person that's fallible. And people who think they will never do things don't understand the scope of possibility. Mm. Um, yeah, it's weird and, to even say that you wouldn't do something. So weird. that was my point, And I felt like really weird about it and I felt bad about it and I felt like oh my god if Chris ever sees this he's gonna think I'm gonna cheat on him or like and that wasn't my point my point is is that I just don't know what my brain is capable of and that's uh just a bigger issue at play but I thank you so much to this bestie who sent me a clip that made me feel so validated on Instagram of this man asking his wife who's holding his baby in the clip if you would ever cheat on me. And what this girl says, I find, is exactly the what I was trying to say, but she says it in a more, I guess, eloquent and more socially <laughs> acceptable way. Could you ever cheat on me? 
Absolutely. That's why I don't make dumb decisions like talking to guys one-on-one -on -one or hanging out in like compromising situations. Because I'm a human being, you're a human being, and I, I'm sorry, babe, I don't know if this is hard for you to, to hear, but everybody is absolutely capable of infidelity in the right slash wrong circumstances. Oh, okay. That's why boundaries are so important. You're never going to see me in a situation, even if people think I might be too strict, I don't care because I'm not taking that chance. Amen. I'm not putting myself in a position to even be close to a position to potentially fall to temptation. I'm going to keep it 100 because okay. anyone is capable of cheating. She's going to okay. keep it 100. He, She's going to keep it down to cheating 100 times. She already planned that <laughs> whole statement out. Yeah, I mean, they definitely rehearsed that. And <laughs> yeah. he, th like, there's hey, no question. Everything by. on TikTok is rehearsed. Wait, but, maybe if you hold or, the fan up to the baby also while we're filming. Yeah, yeah she's like fanning the baby. The baby, <laughs> it, like It's all very set up and rehearsed. They could have found a, a quieter place to shoot it, but I guess they wouldn't have had the, back, the beach background. But <laughs> I think even, I just found a, a flaw in that. She says, I'll never put myself in a position where I'm, talking to a guy one-on-one -on -one. well you yeah. can't say that either Every but day. i do like what she's talking about which is like this you don't understand the circumstances <laughs> in which cheating people always think they're not gonna cheat do you think people stand and take their vows and think i'm gonna cheat someday i'm gonna get divorced someday how many people are divorced half of people half. who get married are divorced how many people walking down that aisle or standing at that altar think they're gonna get divorced someday probably not like, that many I think yeah. I think actually they I remember Aziz Ansari when he was working on research for his book that he was writing about modern romance. I saw him a couple times at the cellar and I probably said this on the pod before, but it bears repeating. He would be on stage and he would ask who here's divorced. And then he would say, when did you know? And so often mm -hmm. they'd say at the wedding. Mm -hmm. Wow. Oh. Because I think a lot of people go ahead with the wedding because it's. Because it's planned. There's so many things behind it. There's so much money put into it. Mm, and yeah. honestly, divorce seems like less of a hassle than unsending all those invitations. Because it kind of is. You can do it privately. It, oh my God. No, yes, divorce is yeah. privately later. At your own, divorce will your drain own. you yes. of terms. Everything you've that? got. I know, but if you if if you're in that moment where you've already like booked the, like you're doing a destination wedding, you've you've already put like thirty thousand oh, dollars down. And the family the, pressure. Like, yeah, and the family, yeah. everyone's gotten the invites, and you have to send two hundred people uh, a follow up saying we're not doing this anymore. And everyone's already bought their tickets to go, and you're having doubts two weeks out. I don't know about you, I'd probably just go through with it and say I'll just handle that. the fault. I know the divorce will be way messier. That at least I won't have to tell everyone. No, and you don't be have to so send everybody and, an invitation to your divorce, yeah, and then people exactly. just quietly find out about it over uh, and little trickles yes. over the years. I would hope that I would be smart enough to be like, I'm just going to stand up for what I believe in this moment and like just do what's right for me. But I don't think that I would. I'm someone who's very susceptible to, I've put people out. I've got to just go through with it. I think, yeah, I think everybody would do that. It would you be just nice. deny it. You just put it in the back of your mind. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm imagining this. I don't really think this. It's yes. just nervousness. Yes. Cold feet. Yeah. I mean, we have, we have terms for all of these things. Cold feet <laughs> is just, that's a fake thing. Because you're scared of committing, but like no one ever goes. Well, maybe you should be because we live really long now. Yeah, and this isn't like you're a not going to uh, die in childbirth in two years when you're 24. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> you're stuck. But it's yeah, you're stuck. It's you're like, going to have to go this, on cruises with this person when you're 68. Yes, oh. I'm. I'm making the joke, but I really do think 40 is too young to get married, and I, uh, I, I don't really think I'm. I, I plan on living till 90, and I love Chris, and I would love to be with him until I'm 90. 
but that is a really long time to commit to something. Yeah. And I, I think it's too long. If anything, it's too long for him to commit to me. I, that's too much pressure for me to be one person for someone forever. Mm. I, I would hope that it would go that long, but I don't need to t- tether myself to that uh, time frame yeah. anytime soon. I'm a little nervous. So anyway, Tom Sandoval's podcast. I want to just follow this up. I went on there. We had a really good time. I just like gave him shit the entire episode. And but then we also got into some stuff of like, I really did go in like I said I would last week. And I said, so I I, th- I said something like, are you going to kill yourself soon? Like, we really want to know, like, because people wanted his head <laughs> and everyone's just like, it's not enough. Whatever he no, no matter how much he apologizes, he's always mm-hmm. making excuses. Mm-hmm. His apology is always an excuse. Every no one. He's a cheater forever. Once a cheater, always a cheater. Damn him to hell. He should lose everything. I'm not saying what he did was okay, but I really think the reproach which he has been met with is so insanely just harsh. And I'm um It's not anybody's business. It's it, well, well they reality people's show. business because he's a reality show. And I like, mean, it is literally <laughs> everyone's business. Okay, sorry, I don't is. know. It, it, it's from <laughs> Vanderpump Rules, is that <laughs> show. Oh, okay. So and they've been on the air for eleven seasons. You took like, our money. Yeah, it's it's kind of it, it's it's our business, but um, I just don't think that. So, I, luckily, that joke worked out where I was like, "I'm just checking in. Are you gonna ki- are you gonna die soon? Because that's what we all want. How are you gonna do that's it? The only way this is can really is what yeah, we want to know. <laughs> I should have asked. It like at first, I think if I'm remembering remembering correctly, it at first was like there was there's sometimes when you tell a joke like that, and I don't think most people know this feeling. Actually, I think most people do. Everyone can relate to telling a joke where you're like, I don't know, if this is gonna go <laughs> yeah. over. Every second, I can relate oh, well. to that a lot. And like, there is a 0.8 seconds, 0.4 seconds, where it is like up in the air of if it's like a slow motion, is he yeah. gonna catch it? Mm-hmm. Like sports movie. And uh, that happened in that moment. And that was, and then it landed, <laughs> and then they laughed. And I was like, oh, thank God. But, um, so then, well, you have the benefit of the doubt because you're a famous comedian. So whenever you say anything, if it's slightly confusing to somebody, they'll just laugh. Yeah, yeah. they just assume. Uh, yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> no, they were really generous with laughter. And Tom Schwartz, who's also on Vanderpump, was there. It was nice that I'm not familiar with the Vanderpump show at all because these people mm. are massive celebrities to anyone who watches the show. And I didn't care at all. Like, <laughs> I think I, they're the that's type the of people part. that I'm like, oh, I would love these. I would be like kind of nervous right now because these guys are like, I could tell the reality stars. They're good at what they do and they're interesting. I'm like, I would be so nervous right now if I cared, mm. you know, but I was glad that I didn't. Um, but um, afterwards, at the end of the podcast, towards the end, it's on air. You can listen to it. They're like, we're talking about singing because he sings and he's in a cover band and he's actually a really good singer. Um, and people make fun of him not being good. He's actually really good. I heard it with my own ears i heard it with my own eyes and he he was like we should go do karaoke tonight i'm like i have a set and i'm like also we're on air so i'm like sure yeah so (laughs) but also there was a part of me that was like i love karaoke and i only Mm -hmm. do it like once a year on my birthday like i would so good this person knows where karaoke is going on tonight he's like oh there's a great spot final thought so i agreed on air I said I'd have to go do a set, and also that day I'd been up since six a.m. I had done five podcasts. Yeah, six, five. I don't know. Six. I think I did five, (laughs) including ours. And um, so I was just like worn out, but I was kind of still energetic. We just had like a really, it was a really good podcast to end in the day. He made some kind of mocktail that I think had zero proof tequila in it, but I think even zero proof tequila has something that gave me like I was kind of like decaf. 
Yeah. It's like de-elk. Yeah, there's a little, there's trace. And so yeah. I was just f- feeling maybe the placebo of it. And I was like, yeah, I'll fucking sing karaoke. So then after we rapped, we, he was like, I'm serious. Let's go. There's like a place and like, we'll all meet up. And so everyone was like, let's go do karaoke. And I was like, all right. So I went and got in the car and I went and did my set. And then he's like, I went back to my hotel to like eat dinner. And then I was texting and being like, when's karaoke? And he's like, probably not till 10. And it literally is the at a place right thing. next to my hotel. Yeah. It's at the saddle ranch. And I'm like, I, and it's nine o'clock and I'm like, I'm not uh-uh. going to make it. And I was like, I'm sorry, Tom. Hell. I would love to go do karaoke another night when I'm in town because I really, that does sound so fun, but I can't do it tonight. And he was like, he totally, he was, thank God. I, you know, I don't know this person. So I'm glad that he was not like, come on, dude. Come on, like, oh, that sucks. He was just like, oh, did you do five podcasts today? Yeah, I think you, you oh, probably have a nice. reason. He was like. Yeah, and he was like, and he goes, and I know a spot tomorrow. <laughs> this great karaoke. I, don't, well, I, this I guy, can't get out of it. I love that this guy goes out and does karaoke all the time. I think this needs to be my life. Yeah, so it could. The next night, we went and did. Um, I I thought I was gonna bail. I got to be honest with you, because the next day I had to do the talk, and then I had to do two different podcasts, and then another like radio thing, and so it was a long day the next day as well. Um, but I he followed up and was like, hey. During the day, he was like, hey, uh, you still down for karaoke tonight? Um, Barney's Beanery, which is, again, a couple blocks away from where I'm staying. I was like, ugh. I was like, yeah, I'll do it. And he was like, and I have a gift for you. And I was like, what? All right. And I was like, I can't wait to see what this is. Like, what's going to be? And um, so I go and I meet up. And he's there with this man in the booth that he introduced me to, his friend Kyle. And we're all just talking and I'm getting to talk to him more about like the scandal and all that stuff. And, um, you know, he's dating now and we're talking about that and just what that life is like. And, and it's at this Barney's beanery place. It's really fun. And I'm like kind of nervous about doing karaoke because it's like packed and it's like these biggest scene right now is going to Barney's beanery of all places. I truly, it used to be just like 50 year old alcoholics at Barney's Beanery when I lived there. And now it's like, there's a line out the door because it's like a TikTok destination. Uh-huh. So there were a bunch of F boys there too. Not a bunch. Marco from F boy Island Whoa. who lives in LA. And Marco like got us in. He like runs that place. He was there by so coincidence? Mar- yeah. Wow. So Tom on the way, he goes, I found your buddy. And he sends me a selfie of him and Marco. And I was like, oh my God. Oh good. Because I was trying to get Carla to go with me because I was like, I get nervous pulling up on a, like a hang with a bunch of people yeah. I don't know. Oh yeah. And He's referencing people from the show that I don't know. Like he, he's used to everyone knowing everyone in his life. And I was just like, I don't know. So then I was like, where is this fucking present that I showed up for? Like, I, I don't want to say like, where's the gift yeah, you said you got me? But present? like we're hanging out and it's, it actually is really fun. And I'm enjoying the conversation. It's not too loud. I'm kind of impressed with Gen Z of like, oh, they're all sitting in booths. Mm-hmm. And it seems really like not too drunk and not too loud. I was like, I kind of like this vibe. And then he goes, oh, Kyle. Give her uh, the thing. So Kyle is like, so I'm a jewelry designer. And I'm like, oh my God, cool. And he was like, um, and he was like, and I actually did the earrings for Taylor Swift um, in her karma video. And I was like, no way. Like, I know those earrings. I definitely looked up the price points. Couldn't afford to get them. You guys know I do Taylor Swift styled and I follow that account and I buy everything that's under $400 that Taylor Swift owns, even if I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. And except I I think the shoes she's wearing this weekend are 340 and I did like them. The ones she wore to the game last night, they're black, like platform. Oh, not platform, but like they're like loafer heels. They just, I just don't see them looking good with my legs. Anyway, so he pulls this bag out of his pocket and 
it's it says Kyle Kyle Chan, KyleChanDesign.com, Kyle Chan, C-H-A-N. And I open up this little box, and inside are the same earrings from the Taylor Swift music video wow. that he made for her. They're not the ones she wore. I think she had and they are, I mean, I looked at the price point, you guys, $3,500. Oh these my earrings. God. And this was the gift that Tom so Sandoval nice. set up for his friend to give me out of the kindness of his heart. So I want to wow. shout out to Tom. Thank you so much. I think it was like, you know, just a gift to say thank you for doing the podcast. Because no one else da, da, wants da, to do it. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, it was so nice that he Aww. went out of his way to call his friend, to have his friend go and like give me these. And... And shout out to Kyle for gifting me your amazing earrings that I will I will now wait, where did the other one go? What the fuck? It's in the bag. It is? <laughs> it's in She's the bag. never gonna let them leave. No, I just took out one. Uh oh. Where's the other? Oh, there Where's it is. Okay. Oh my god. These are worth so yeah, seventeen fifty. Good job. Good Down math. Oh my Down god. <laughs> um but I, yeah, I, because he did this for me, I will definitely, when I need to wear some really nice jewels for something, I will support him at some point, but I would never spend this much money on earrings <laughs> in my whole life. And now I have these earrings. Don't rob me. My mom would go, Nikki, do not tell people that you <laughs> have those. They are going to break into your house. Um, <laughs> it would have been great. Um, if, if, it would have been funny if you, uh. Um, like I, I, I did the earrings for Taylor Swift and they gave you that box and they gave you that bag and you open it and inside it's just like a note that says eat shit or something like that. <laughs> and then he goes, so no, you no, can't no, have them. No, no, You're I'm just kidding. You're like, earrings. you are a bad guy, Tom. <laughs> um, no, that was so above and beyond nice. I will always, Tom Sandoval could cheat yeah. on me a thousand times over yeah. and I will still love you. Um, no, uh, it was really nice and um and yeah, he, it's so funny. Like, honestly, I was saying on the girls chat the type of things he could do. And I would still be like, he's a good guy. Like, all it takes is like, it, all it she takes is a guy is. that is like everyone's mad at culturally and has is maybe problematic. And if they're nice to me, I yeah. like them. Honestly, all they would have to be like, is like, you're cool. That's how it if used they to say be. you're cool, then I think you're cool too. It's like, it's like Trump. You know, yes. it's like if they, if they like you, then there's nothing you could do that would make you say they're bad. I have nightmares where a Trump walks in the room that I'm in and I like, I'm like, hi, like I'm nice to him. I can't help it because I don't know. You I hate be, him so probably. much, but I don't know that I could be like, fuck you, motherfucker. Like I, mm-hmm. yeah, because he doesn't do anything I, to you. It's yes, hard he to has. Be, yeah, not, not to you specifically. It's hard to be mean to somebody and you're like, you, and your I'm wheels scared start he call spinning. me fat and ugly. <laughs> That's really what I'm scared of. And like, I'm so scared. I have such it locked in my brain of like people like that being just, yeah, he would or say what's that. what's his nickname or for you? To hurt be. you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, dry nose. <laughs> <laughs> dry nose over what? here. Someone um, trying to beat my spray tan. Can I just say, <laughs> yeah. now that I'm thinking about it, I was, I've been thinking about the TikTok woman who was saying she's not going to cheat. And I, I realized that she's, that, that what she was saying is insane. Really? She, she's like, I'll never put myself in a position where I'm in a she's room like alone pets. with another man. Yeah. Well, so yeah, what's she gonna I know do? I would cheat. So if she doesn't go to doctor's offices. Yeah, like right. She if she's go. like talking to a guy, she's like, no, no, no. We need another man in here. So I'm, I, I don't fuck you. I will say that my dad also has said this, where he's like, I, d- my dad is not a cheater and never has cheated my mom. And my dad's a good, good-looking guy who may- took many business trips, and I believe him when he says he's never cheated. 
But he once said to me, and it's maybe not the, I remember the best this. thing that you ever want to hear, but he says, I don't put myself in situations where it could happen. Oh. And that's how I don't cheat. And that's, that's not what you want to hear. You want to just hear like, yeah. no, I love yeah. your mom so much that it would ne- it could never happen. But he's like, I don't, women have tried to isolate me and get things going and I won't well, do can't, it. I can't won't you go, have both? I won't. Co- can he love your mom and also not put himself in those situations? Yes. Yeah, and I think that's why he doesn't put himself in the situations is because he does love exactly. my mom. But I think people want to just believe their husbands w- aren't tempted by yeah, those things. No, everybody's tempted. He would never even think to. The decision yes, to cheat you. is not just one decision. It's many decisions that lead towards the final decision, right. which is not even a decision Why at all. Sage. I think that's... The last thing I'll say about that is, is very true. I've been trying to work on this joke about quitting smoking pot and how it's been so hard for me. And I'm like, it's so funny to struggle quitting something that like takes so many steps to do. <laughs> yeah. Like I could say like, if you I'm trying to quit apple. saying like, it's hard because it's just, it's like, it comes out of me. Yeah. But like, yeah, you have to get an apple, <laughs> put Pour a big it. pen into it, <laughs> spin it around, <laughs> then take out the seeds, drill another hole. Oh wait, that one didn't work. It punched through too much. Drill one more get hole. a soda can. Then go meet a man in a parking lot. <laughs> Exchange money for drugs. Piece it apart. Put it in. Put apple up to mouth. Light. Wick the big pen. Takes forever to drink. Find a corridor with no wind. Like, there's so many things. It's like, just don't Make do sure it, no you idiot. adults are looking yeah, at like, you. It's so funny to say I'm trying to quit something that takes yeah. so many you have to steps. go and get it. You have to take yeah. a walk. Go get it. <laughs> yeah. Even just now with don't. dispensary, he's like, I had to walk in door, open door, wait in line, show ID. Be Think under bright lights. <laughs> like, try to lights. understand all the different dosages. Make small talk with bud tender. <laughs> bud tender. <laughs> and act like that's an okay term to call yourself. All right, guys, we got to go. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We'll see you tomorrow. Don't be care. See me on tour. I will be in, um, where am I going this weekend? Oh, my God. Oh my god! Oh, I'm go- oh I'm going in the Midwest, you guys. Come out to shows. I will be. I'm going to be at Wilco on Thursday night in St. Louis. If anyone wants to see me there, then I will be in Milwaukee on Friday night. Then Riverside, Iowa on Saturday, and then in Lawrence, Kansas, my um, alma mater. I think that's uh. the right thing to say on uh, Sunday, <laughs> the 29th. And so um, I hope to see you there to shows. And I'll talk about tomorrow what the bestie told me in line yesterday um, about our, uh, a story that it happened to him. So if you're listening, Bestie, and you said you said to me, I will die if you talk about it on the show. I'm going to talk about it tomorrow. All right, see you then. Bye. Just wait till tomorrow and you'll hear that story. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. 
Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking.